0: What's up, bro? Let's talk about balance in relation to self-improvement as it pertains to self-improvement. This is not gonna be a video where I'm like, bro, do this, bro, do this, do this, don't do this. This is gonna be a video where I kinda just talk and the point of this video is to start a discussion. So I hope to see some comments in the the comment section where you just kinda tell me your thoughts on this. Because this is something that I've been thinking about a whole lot and yesterday I journaled about it for hours and hours and hours literally hours. I journaled about it for one hour in the morning, one hour in the afternoon, and then I had a big long conversation about it with my girlfriend in the evening. We were up until like midnight. I go to bed at nine, bro. It was a long conversation. And it got me thinking about so much, okay? So first, let me start off by like telling my own story with discipline, self-improvement, and, you know, becoming who I've been trying to become, right? So I started off the beginning of this year, right? or I guess the end of 2021, I was very addicted to weed, very, very addicted to video games, very addicted to junk food. I was eating pretty much exclusively just junk food. I was smoking weed from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed. I probably took like 10 to 15 bong toks a day. I was playing video games as much as I possibly could, putting off my sleep in order to play more. I was not disciplined at all. I had no discipline whatsoever, okay? And it got to the point where every single day I was waking up, feeling regretful and guilty and shameful and anxious and depressed about my situation. I was not feeling good about myself. I had no confidence. I had no control over my life. I felt like I was just drifting through life and I hated it. Okay. September came around. I decided to quit weed because I felt like weed was the biggest issue in my life. At that point, I quit weed, went about five months, relapsed in, I guess, February. And then since May I was completely sober and I have been completely sober since May. Okay. And <laughs> During that time, I also quit video games completely haven't played video games in months barring yesterday So we'll we'll get to that but haven't played video games in months hadn't My junk food was really really like I was in a lot of control of my diet. I'm down 56 pounds nearly 60 pounds I feel really really good. My discipline is high I feel in control of my life. I don't wake up feeling regretful. I don't wake up feeling guilty anymore. I don't feel depressed. I don't feel anxious. I feel good, okay? And that brings me to the topic of balance. And let's preface this by saying, let's let's define what balance actually is because this is something that I struggled with a lot. I held the belief for a very long time about, like, if you want to be successful, there's no such thing as balance, okay? You have to go All in on whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. And I still kind of believe that. But I do think there's a place for balance, but not in the traditional sense. So the traditional sense of balance, how I used to see it, how I think most people see it is when someone says balance, they're thinking like they almost use it as a scapegoat or a way for them to disregard their commitments, disregard their obligations, disregard their responsibilities and just do whatever they feel like doing. And then they get frustrated like, oh, why am I not making progress towards my goals? Why am I not able to do anything? And that's what I was like as well. So I used balance. I would like smoke weed and I'd be like, oh, I have to be balanced, right? Or or I would eat junk food a couple times a day and be like, oh, I have to be balanced. But tomorrow I'll be good. And then the next day would come around and I'd be like, oh, no, I need more. And I would use balance as like my, my cope, right? And that sense of balance where you use it as like a way to not – like hold yourself accountable and not hold yourself to a high standard and not hold yourself to your values, not stay responsible. That form of balance, there's no place for at all, in my opinion. Let me know what you think in the comments, but that form of using balance and like trying to use it as a way to like make things okay that you know aren't okay is not okay. But in the form of Let's say you spend the whole day doing something productive, being productive, you wake up at a good time, you hit the gym, you do your morning routine, you do your morning process, you spend time on work, maybe you go to work, and then you get home and you feel like watching some TV, you feel like playing some video games, you feel like doing X, whatever it might be for you that you just feel like doing, you want to spend your time doing that. Is that negative? I'm literally asking you, is that negative? Because some people would say yes. Me, personally, over the past couple months, I would say absolutely yes, because it opens the door to doing it more, making it okay. But that's just because I've struggled with that type of thing before in the past. And this is what my girlfriend and I were talking about. She has no problem, maybe she drinks alcohol one night, the next day she has no problem with it. Day after that, no problem with it. Day after that, no problem with it. Like, she has no problem just stopping right? She plays video games sometimes, but she's like, she'll play because she feels like playing and then she'll stop because she doesn't feel like playing anymore. She doesn't have any issues with that. So for her, not a negative thing. That's her just enjoying her time. For me, I played video games yesterday, right? And I didn't regret it. I still don't regret it. And I don't feel like I need to play more now. So this is where it kind of sparked my thought process, right? If... In the past, I was heavily addicted to video games. What was I actually addicted to? Was I addicted to the video games themselves or was I addicted to escapism? Was I addicted to weed or was I addicted to numbing my feelings? Was I addicted to junk food or was I addicted to instant pleasure? It's really like you have to really break it down and think about it because I still I had junk food like 4 days ago. My girlfriend made shortbread cookies. And I ate like four, five, five, I ate like five or six cookies, four or five, maybe six cookies. I don't. I didn't keep track. I didn't, I wasn't fucking thinking about it. I just decided I want to have these cookies that my girlfriend made and I ate them and I felt extremely guilty, but I didn't, the guilt and the shame that I felt at that time wasn't even in proportion to what actually, like what effect that actually had on me. What effect those cookies had on my diet, right? If I'm only eating, let's say I was eating 2,000 calories. I had those cookies. I went up to like 2,400. But I also did cardio that day. I did 30 minutes on a stair climber. According to the thing, it was like 350 calories. I don't know what that is. Regardless, I ate these cookies, right? I felt guilty and shameful of eating those cookies, not because I decided to eat the cookies, but because I had told myself I'm not going to go, like, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to eat in alignment with my goals. I told myself that and I didn't do it. So I felt guilty and shameful. Okay. But is that like, what's the best way to word this, right? Like if I decided to eat the cookies that day, and then the next four days, I didn't eat anything negative or anything that would push me over my calorie barrier. But then the day after that, we decided to go out for dinner. At what point, at what point do you start feeling regretful and shameful? Because I feel like regret and shame and guilt are the guideline, the best possible guideline to show you what you shouldn't shouldn't be doing, right? Your conscience will tell you what you should do. And then if you don't adhere to it, you'll feel regretful, you'll feel shameful. Regret isn't a choice. I say that all the time. You feel regretful when you do something that you know you shouldn't have done, okay? But at the same time, when I feel guilty and shameful and regretful, a lot of that comes down to my own perception of what I did, right? Some people wouldn't feel guilty and shameful of eating those four cookies. Some people would. Some people, like, I did at the time, but looking back at it, the effect that it would have had on my overall... Progress towards my goals is minimal, right? But I think where I felt guilty and shameful of that was that I, for one, I had told myself I wasn't going to eat bad food and I did, right? So maybe that's where the guilt and shame comes in. Or maybe the guilt and shame comes in because I've gotten to an unhealthy point with how disciplined I try to make myself. Does that make sense? Over the past month or so, I've felt like I've been in a unhealthy place in terms of how rigid my program has become, how rigid my discipline has become because there's things that I would enjoy doing, right? Like my friends will invite me out to go somewhere. I'll say no because it's not in line with my goals. But at the same time, I would technically enjoy to go do that. But... It's so interesting, dude. It's super, super interesting. Cause people will say, okay, don't do anything that's out of alignment with your goals. That makes sense. But at what point does the compromise become too great? I'm literally asking you like this, this video isn't about me like telling you how to live or what to do. And like, this is literally about a conversation. This is how I would be talking to a homie if we were talking about this thing. At what point does it become negative? Because again, going back to the video games I played yesterday, I was addicted to video games. So I thought after breaking that addiction, if I went back to even play a little bit, it would open the door to playing more and then that could start my addiction back up, right? But after playing video games yesterday, I don't feel an urge to play them, nor do I even like... It's not even that I don't even feel an urge. I don't even think to care to want to. Do you understand? Like, I, it's not even in my brain to play again. It's just like, I played, I enjoyed my time, and that was that. So, again, was I addicted to video games? Or was I at such a bad place mentally that video games were the only thing, or one of the only things... That numbed those feelings, numbed those thoughts, brought me out of my negative mindset, negative mind state, and I got addicted to that escapism. So at that point, is the issue not the actual activity, but instead the issue is escapism. Definitely escapism is negative, right? Like that's never a good thing for you to do is do something to escape A certain feeling that you're having or escape a certain situation that you know you should deal with and you don't but is it the actual activity i think there's certain activities that are inherently negative right so for example porn i don't think there's ever a positive situation where you're watching porn like i don't since i stopped watching porn i there's no like There's no part of me that thinks like, oh, it would be good to go back to that because I could get this benefit from it. Because it's, there's no actual benefit from it. For me. I don't know if there is for other people. And I don't think there can be. Because I, that seems to me like an inherently negative habit. But for something like video games, for example. Is there a positive to it? Well, yeah. Some people can only hang out with their friends through video games. Some people find playing video games to be a much more enjoyable way to pass their time than watching TV. If they're going to watch TV and or play video games, video games to them seems like more enjoyable. So why not? Right. But is there I guess you can look at like the dopamine spikes, the 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 potential for addiction like. But I guess you could say this about any instant gratification, right? Because some people, myself included, can handle alcohol, right? If I drink alcohol one night, the next day I don't feel like oh I need to go drink alcohol again. That's never been an issue for me. But weed, I have had that issue with. But at the same time, there's been times where I will I've smoked weed since I've been like in that period after I relapsed at five months and then. A month or two later, I stopped smoking again. In that time period, there was certain moments where I I would smoke weed one day and then go like four or five days without smoking weed and not even think about it. And then something would trigger it. And usually that trigger was some kind of stress that I didn't feel equipped to manage, right? So I would have something happen or some thoughts come up, intrusive thoughts, negative thoughts, negative feelings, and my brain would revert back to... I need weed. I need junk food. I need video games to handle this, to handle that negative thought, negative feeling. Right? So is this all about stress management? Is this all about like, what is this at, again? At what point does something become, become a negative habit? Are there actual inherently negative habits? how should you conduct yourself in relation to those inherently negative habits? If there are some, how should you conduct yourself in relation to habits that for you in particular are difficult to deal with? Can you overcome things like that? Can you, can people who in the past had trouble with moderating certain habits become capable of moderating those habits? I would, I would say yes, based on, I haven't done it yet. Okay, so this is fully based on like, how I'm seeing things right now. But if in the past, I had no no discipline whatsoever. And now that I've built discipline, I've got myself to a point where I'm mentally healthy, mentally stable, I'm physically feeling healthy, I'm physically in a place where I feel healthy, feel good, mentally, physically all good, right? I feel as though Like, I played video games yesterday, and again, I don't feel the need to play video games. I don't feel like I want to, even. Does that open the door for me to become addicted again? Maybe. But does it also open the door for me to then be able to hang out with the friends that I haven't been speaking to anymore? And is that negative? Because those friends kept me in that place, or contributed to keeping me in that place. Is the discipline that I've built strong enough to handle something like that? I don't know. Would it be strong enough in another six months of rigorous, like discipline focus? Maybe like, this is all just stuff that I've been pondering and thinking about and it's super interesting and having a YouTube channel like the one that I have where I talk about discipline, I talk about like mental fortitude, mental toughness, productivity, all these things, It's a very interesting dynamic for me because I I'm still learning as I go, but I'm also offering advice from the place that I'm at currently. I'm also offering my thoughts from the place that I'm at currently. So what I'm saying in this video might, I might fully change my mind in a week or two weeks or three weeks. And what I've said in past videos, I'll hear back and be like, well, that was fucking wrong. Like, like fully wrong. And in the future, I might think that what I said back then was correct. And what I'm saying now is wrong. It's super interesting, bro. It's super interesting. And again, I'm still learning about this. And that's why I'm making this video where I want this to be like a discussion. And if you're watching this all the way through, bro, nuts. I appreciate you. It's just so interesting. Oh, I didn't fill this with water. It's still got like protein, but not enough for me to drink. Yeah, man. It's been a very interesting past month in particular, but this past couple days I've been, it's been coming to a head for me cause I'm like constantly de- like, um, like thinking through it, journaling about it, pondering it and through that journaling and pondering and analyzing, I guess I've kind of like I've realized that I've gotten to an unhealthy point with my discipline, definitely, but at the same time that that rigorous discipline, that very rigid program that I was living on, I think was necessary for me at the beginning of this year. Going through something like 75 hard where there is no deviation, no compromise, you stick to your diets, you stick to your diet, no cheat meals, no alcohol. You stick to your two workouts a day, one of them has to be outdoors, even if it's raining. You stick to your reading, you stick to your progress picture, you stick to the water that you have to drink. 75 hard, something like that, brought me to a point where I realized, oh, I can be disciplined. I can stick to something that I set my mind to. I can become the type of person that I've always wanted to be. I can build discipline and mental toughness and fortitude. But at what point, does that become unhealthy? And with, with 75 hard bro, I am going to be doing that program every single year. I will live on live hard program. I will live hard is basically 75 hard. And then following that you do a phase one, phase two and phase three, which are all different requirements. And I will live on that. My next 75 hard is coming up in February where my girlfriend and I are gonna redo it in February. And then from there I'll be doing live hard. And I have like, I have no question about that because I do heavily enjoy, it's it's almost like a tune-up for your discipline, a tune-up for like focusing in on the things that matter and going into, it's almost like that monk mode that people talk about, going into monk mode and really just pushing yourself and seeing how far you can go, seeing how well you can do. Proving again to yourself that you can keep the promises you make to yourself, you can be disciplined, you can be mentally tough. It's super, super valuable. I will be living on live hard program. But in between that time, it's interesting, man, because now I'm at a point where my discipline is to a point where I know I can trust myself. I know if I say I'm going to do something, I can follow through on it. No No matter what the craving is, no matter how difficult it is, there's been times where I've been craving things to an extent that I didn't even know you could crave things and I just didn't do it. So now that I know I've done that and I know I can do that as my discipline continues to build, how far can that go? It's just so interesting, bro. The self-improvement shit is crazy. (laughs) Like You can really grow and grow and grow and grow. And something that my girlfriend and I were talking about yesterday is like the growth that you'll have, the growth that you'll experience is never something that you can plan for or practice or like prepare, I guess like you can never anticipate when that growth will come or how it will come or in what direction you will grow at what point, like you can obviously make a plan and adhere to it and stick to it and set targets for yourself and daily habits to reach those targets and stuff. But, at certain points, there's going to be things that you just learn about yourself that you learn through journaling you learn through experience that will Fully flip the way that you see certain situations That's kind of what's on my mind, bro. That's kind of been what's on my mind I really hope this video changed your perspective in some way and maybe made you think if it did again leave a comment I'm really interested to have some conversations about this. I Would appreciate it if you subscribe to the channel Check the links in the description. I appreciate you, bro. Take care.